It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion on your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Paulie, let's begin this hour with more talk on the NFL draft. Earlier in this show, we talked about the number one overall pick with a beat reporter from Jacksonville. Now, Benjamin Raven joins the program, Lions beat reporter and co-host, I love this name, of the Dungeon of Doom podcast. Talk about the Lions at number two. Benjamin, thanks for the time today. How are you? Absolutely. You know, uh, just kind of counting down the days, ready to actually start writing about stuff that's happened, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Well, let, let's begin with this. And this happened Sunday night into yesterday. A new betting favorite to go number one overall with Trayvon Walker to the Jaguars and what that would mean if Hutchinson is still on the board at number two. A lot of talk about how Thibodeau might be the preferred choice there, but I think that was if Hutchinson goes number one. Break this down for us here. If Hutch is available at number two, what do you think the Lions end up doing? I think they sprint to the podium. I, I think honestly, and that, I mean, Kayvon is uh, the way I've got it playing out right now. I've got Kayvon to Detroit. I've still got Hutchinson one. I mean, we'll see before I hit publish on that, what happens. But I think if Hutchinson is there at number two, that he is uh, the preferred choice of Dan Campbell. And I think Brad Holmes wouldn't have any problems making that pick either. 
Now, if he's gone, it's Kayvon all day in my mind. But, I mean, if Hutchinson is there, I mean, the local prospects, they've seen him a million times in person. I mean, that's, you oh. know, I mean, 50% of the fan base is going to be pretty psyched up about that pick for sure. You know, it's just uh, he fits every box. He fits every box. And like I was telling you guys before we went on, I think Hutchinson and Dan Campbell are potential best buds and the best thing for each other. You know, those cut from the same cloth, football guy. No concerns with his motor. I mean, and that's something that the Lions have really vetted between the two top edge rushers. But I think if Hutchinson is there, that it's a sprint to the podium selection for the Lions. And, and if Hutchinson goes one, they're going to sprint to the podium and take Thibodeau. That's that's my take too. I think that's that's uh, they're I think they're in love with both of those options, and I think uh, they're feeling pretty set with either one of those guys, depending on how the board falls. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a lot of rumors as well at number two that the team, and they just did this a couple of years ago with Akuto from Ohio State, that possibly, you know, on the board there would be Derek Stingley. Uh, people love this guy from LSU. He was awesome a couple of years ago. Then the injury set in. Under any scenario, can you see the Lions going cornerback at number two? No, not at number two. And that's nothing against Sauce. That's nothing against Stingley. I just think the Lions have some, I mean, they've got some in-house options. I mean, Omani Awarie is on the final year of his rookie deal. Had six interceptions last year. Jeff Okuda was the highest drafted cornerback from Sean Springs in 1997. That was two years ago. He's expected back. You know, they had two undrafted diamonds that shined last year as starters. AJ Parker and Jerry Jacobs got to figure out what those guys are too. I mean, that's not saying you pass on an elite talent, which I think sauce and singly are. I just think there are some in-house things they have to figure out. I mean, they spent a third rounder on the lanky Fatu Malafanu last year too. They think that's a matchup piece for the future. They've got some youthful options in-house here. And you've really, I mean, you would be, you would be doing some damage. You know, I know it wasn't this regime's pick of Okuda, but that was the third overall pick two years ago. You need to figure out what he is. You need to figure out what he can be. And I mean, I, I see it. I mean, they need a cornerback. They need a little depth. So I think they're, they're, they're more sad at the top of that room. I think at least there's light at the end of the tunnel, which you can't say about a lot of the other positions here, but I just think cornerback at two, Two years after taking a cornerback at number three, I just don't think that's in the cards. You know, I mean, I know Brad Holmes sees cornerback as one of those, you know, top top of the line positions that you need to spend money on and spend early on. But uh, just, uh, I, I don't see it. I, I really don't see it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, a lot of talk about teams uh, at or near the top of the draft, Ben, that want to trade down. But I think they're going to have problems the way it appears finding trade partners because teams don't want to trade up for anybody. But if they have a chance to trade out a number two, would they? Oh, I think, I think trading out a number two would be their preferred option. But just because, I mean, I think they're really high on Walker too. And I just think if you could move back and still get one of those top three, top four edge defender guys, even when you're talking about Jermaine Johnson, I think they would really love to do that. Brad Holmes wants to build this thing through the draft. And I mean, moving from a two to a four or a seven or a five and 10 with one of those New York teams would be, I just think an ideal scenario, but it's just like, like you said, that's going to be really hard to do because Mm. there's three edge defenders in that top 10. There's three legit tackles in that top 10. And when you miss out on one of those guys, you're still looking at one of the top prospects in this weird draft class. So it's just, it's going to be really hard to move down. And uh, just kind of coming out of Brad Holmes's pre-draft availability last week. It's just like, I wouldn't rule out the lions moving up from 32. They need oh, a linebacker. They love Lloyd. They love Dean. If they were gonna, if they were gonna move up in thirty-two, I think that is much more likely and realistic for this team than moving down. I think that is very much in the cards. What if they stay put? And also, are they, could it be a quarterback? 
I, not a quarterback at 32. I, I don't see the quarterback pick happening this year. You know, I, I think they would love a quarterback option to be on the board for them at two or 32 that they were in love with. But I just, uh, from everything on the local beat on the ground and stuff like that, it really feels like Brad Holmes is going to give Jared Goff every single opportunity to succeed this year. They've left the door open long-term, but I think this year, this is Jared Goff's like, what are you, man? Are you this franchise's quarterback or are you just a bridge to another rookie? And I think that Brad Holmes is doing his due diligence and he's given that guy the best chance he has. That's not what I would personally do after watching Jared Goff in Detroit last season, but it's just like, I have said it time and time again on our Dungeon to Two podcast, love something like Brad Holmes loves Jared Goff. I just don't see the quarterback pick. <laughs> I think I just think of one of those safeties, not named Kyle Hamilton is ideal at 32 or 34. And I mean, George Pickens is my favorite for him at 32. They need a receiver that can, they want a guy that's a willing blocker. They need a guy that can go up and make plays. They need a, just, they need another X receiver. I know they signed the guy from Jacksonville Chark this off season, but that's a one-year deal. There's still right. a glaring need opposite St. Brown in that receiver room and receiver and the defense back at 32 and 34 should be on the top of the mind. So you think that's more likely where they would go wide receiver than quarterback at 32? Yeah. Yeah. You do. I, I think, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I know they see value in that fifth round, that fifth year option at 32, but I, I just, it's not the, it's not the vibe I get from just Campbell and Holmes. I think if they were going to get a quarterback, it would be at the top of that order. It's either, I mean, I don't see that happening either, but it's just like, they're going to, they're going to get that out of the way. They're going to do that early. I don't think they're going to sit around and wait at 32 for a quarterback. You know, they've, they've had enough time with these guys, but uh, I would rule out quarterback on day one and day two for the Lions. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't see it happening. That's not what I would do as I would say, but that's just the feeling I'm getting from covering that team every day. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think there's a chance where you're going to have your pick of a lot of quarterbacks at that point. I think Pickett slides. I think he might be available at 32. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, Corral's draft position now is 34 and a half. So it looks like he's going to be available. And who knows with Ritter? He's been all over the map for the last two weeks. No, absolutely. And it's just like, I think it would be a really tough discussion if you're looking at, I think Ritter and Howell are the guys at 32 that would make them really go, oh, Maybe there is an answer here. Maybe there is a solution two years from here. Maybe, maybe we overthought this, you know, but I, I think those are the two guys. Those are the two guys that I think would fit well with kind of the timeline here, the situation here, the roster here, the coaches here and those in places Ritter and Ritter, after Willis, of course, but Ritter and Howell are the two that have the best chance at 32, I think to kind of spike Brad Holmes's interest. Yeah. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Benjamin S Raven lines beat reporter mlive.com, co-host of the Dungeon of Doom podcast. Benjamin, thanks for the time today. Enjoy the draft on Thursday. Absolutely. Good luck to you guys. Thanks for having yeah, me. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Well done. Okay, so it all depends on what, what's going to happen at one then. Ch totally to do, changes his tune, right? Run, I run, I do very, I do, we do very well if Thibodeau goes two. Runs to the podium yeah. if Hutchinson goes number one for Thibodeau. But if Walker goes number one, it won't be Thibodeau. They're going to run to the podium for Hutchinson. Yep. Son of a gun. I believe him. Hutchinson's a dollar. I'm looking at Hutchinson a dollar thirty second pick. What do you see on Thibodeau right now? Second pick. Yeah. Second choice. He's yeah. the he's the he was the favorite. Uh, he's he the was, favorite for. He was the favorite for two or three picks, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's the favorite to go fourth. I can't wait to talk to John coming up because every guy's plus price now with Houston. Sauce was nine to one. He's plus two fifty. Juan, who's plus 280. Neil's 4 to 1. Stingley's still 5 to 1. Hutchinson's 5 to 1. Thibodeau's 6. Oh, damn. That 6 isn't going to sound like it's not going to happen. Well, just based uh, on. Thibodeau was plus 182nd. 
question. Things can change, but based on the Betty numbers right now, I mean, it's Walker is going number one overall. Based on where we're sitting right now, two days before the draft, with the betting numbers, Walker's going to go number one overall. And then, am I, am I, I in trouble now? Am I in what? trouble with Thibodeau under five and a half? Could be. I got. I laid two thirty with that. I have under five and a half minus two thirty. Where's he going if it well, goes? But if you want to get out it of goes, it, there's a three and a half available. That's right. Yes. You know, middle so, of that sucker too. Right. That's a possibility. He could go four or Jets, five. Well. Let's say it's go Stingley three or offensive lineman. I, would the Jets go Sauce or Thibodeau? Probably Sauce. Maybe Sauce. And then five Giants. Giants, Giants uh, go could, offensive line. But there's going to be plenty. In, under that yeah, scenario, yeah. plenty of plenty of linemen would be available. They could go Thibodeau five and then come back with an offensive lineman at number seven. Boy, and oh boy. this You are right. I can go over three and a half, too. Yeah, you can grab yep. that. Yep. Well, there was. Well, yeah. I would wait because I want to know what John McClain is going to say, who's covered the Texans for 45 years coming up in 20 minutes. Okay. Thibodeau was, I'm seeing four and a half plus 175 now, too. That helps. Well, what if he comes on, McClain? <laughs> McClain. And he says, McClain, come on, McClain. Hey, yes. Come on, John. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, uh, boy. Yeah. And says what? And if he says, <laughs> we're going to ask him the question, who are you going to put your paycheck on? And if he says Derek Stingley, <laughs> then what? I, I trust him. So would I. And then you, yeah. So would I. Then you're taking us all out. <laughs> be good, but uh, that also I believe means him. that that means at that point you need to bet Thibodeau oh, over three and a half to try for a middle spot. At that point, if this if this guy's convinced in 20 minutes they're going to take a guy like Stingley or Gardner three, God, I win a dime if Thibodeau goes second. What a fiasco! Yeah, but, but they really they Jackson really screwed this up. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> it's all on them. Yes, it is. I blame them. Uh, win some, lose some. Coming up next. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, that'll do it for the Nets. Get out of here. Celtics plus two and a half down to one. Celtics in a sweep, 12 to 1. Celtics minus one and a half games in the series, plus 145. Celtics to win game one in the series, plus 110. Win some Bobby Marks, ESPN, weeks ago, had his article already turned in, done, sent it to his editor and his bosses, said, uh, this is my article on what the Nets need to do in the offseason. They are have no shot in the first round. I don't care who they play. Good for him. <laughs> he nailed that. Good job. Jalen Brown, $482,000 bonus for making the second round. Good job with the agent putting that in for oh, incentive. Yeah, sneak something like that in. Yeah. Raptors plus 280. Routed. The Sixers led 2-0, and that was it. Killed at home. Only lead of the game. Oh. Never really in it. Oh, Doc Rivers. Oh, boy. Oh, please let this happen. Yep. Please. More on Doc coming up. Unders yesterday in MLB, 5-1-1. One, and one. Mets 145 up to 165. Ice cream. Never a sweat. Piece of cake. Gotta love it. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Our radio and podcast friends. Always be subscribing. You want to see these videos. Like our friend Barry. Doggy daycare. Sneak attack. Put the lotion in the basket or you get the hose. He comes in at doggy daycare. Walks up to the dog in the face. And Barry does it every day apparently. Picks up the hose and squirts the guy right in the face. And he goes around and surprises everybody. That's uh, Barry's move. Imagine explaining this to the dog's owner. Look, we got it on videotape. You can't you can't bring the dog here anymore. You, Barry's you, a problem. You, you called him a menace earlier. Yeah, yes, that's Barry. exactly what he is. Yeah, he smart leave, guy. He won't leave the other dogs alone. No, yeah, he goes right in. When they're not looking, he grabs them with the hose. Comes in and puts the hose right in their face and sprays them. 
All right, I'm going in fresh here. This is good. Oh, well, come you're gonna on. you're gonna appreciate this now. Oh come on, the dog and, and look paint? at this now. So, no, and and the dog watches now when it when it flips colors and goes to get a new paint, it grabs it by its mouth and comes up to the camera every single time. And who knows what's going on behind the scenes here? But he paints the canvas completely blue. <clears throat> he walks up. Then he goes shows- to the green. No, look at the technique <laughs> from bottom to top, the head movement, the neck on a swivel. Oh, stop it. Well, it's it, there's video proof here. He's doing it on his own. Oh my! No, another color. No, this is not a Picasso. Well, I don't, it's, close it, enough. Look, this is me in third grade. Oof. But look at no. this. He puts it together with a beautiful looking flower. How long have you been sitting on this thing? No, just the other day. This is look incredible. At look look at at he poses with the picture. Right? Yes, yes. Close enough. I so, don't. I so, don't get art. Close enough. Look <laughs> at that. The dog nails it. Hell yeah, yeah. I oh saw this my yesterday. God. Yeah. Wow, that's top ten. <laughs> that's really good. That might be more impressive than flagging down the fire trucks with the fire. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, it's close. Oh, yeah, that, or how about the dog taking out the uh, the ball in the in the creek? Grabbing that's it. good. He goes to get the net. Yeah, yeah, that's got good. the baby elephant here chasing the ducks. I like this part coming. Yeah, up. not a good combine. It falls down. Yep, doesn't have the breakaway <laughs> speed. Cone drills got a problem. Yeah, couldn't catch the ducks as well. Get back here. What are you doing? Come on. Is the, the parent says, get back here. That's enough of that business. <laughs> Come on. Lose some. Well, the Nets Celtics go six. Yes was minus 180. Nets plus two and a half games in the series. You had to lay 430. He got carried out. Ugh. Nets plus one and a half was minus 195. Doc Rivers, 15 and 31. All time with a chance to clinch a series. Now, how bad is that? Yep. He has lost seven of his last eight. And he is 3-11 since 2015 with a chance to clinch. Toronto is the 14th team all-time to force a game six when trailing 0-3. Oh, man. Lose some? How about this? Parala Bob. Bob Vulgaris on Twitter. Loves the NBA. He used to work for the Mavs. Yep. He's right. We should never know the names of officials or care who's ref in a game. But that's a big problem, and it has been for years, NFL, but especially in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Foster's on the game. Oh, no, so-and-so's on the game. Oh, they're 2-20 when this guy's on the game. Bingo. I mean, that, that should not happen. And uh, shame on the NBA. And this, I don't know what, shame on this guy. He's at Yankee Stadium. He's dunking his hot dog in his beer. I mean, oh, God, what a fiasco. Ugh. Can't do it. God. Playing Jane with the dog and then dunks it in the, in the beer. By the way, how do you eat that? Oh, God. I'm talking to you because you I love what? playing hot dogs. How, though? I love, what do you mean? I love the Nathan's. Just I don't eat. I don't eat anything on it. It's because of the taste. I don't it's want. So good. I, don't, I don't eat ketchup on it. Yeah, I but isn't it like I'm not a ketchup guy really with fries? But but with the bun though, isn't it like super oh, no. dry? No, it doesn't no choke you. No, oh, not at God. all. Love it. Put two of those down, no problem. Really? Sam's Club has them. Yeah, very good. And Costco, Sam's Club. Oh, Club. very good. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, do a yep. good job with them. Maybe a little relish. I go relish. Okay. Yep. And uh, one bad beat, and that was a moose. St. Louis moose sighting. Mets Cardinals total was seven. There were six and a halfs out there. No score. Bottom of the eighth. It does not go to extra innings. St. Louis puts up two. The Mets put up five. It's two one in the ninth. Two on, two out. Infield single. Both guys come around to score. They add two more. Five two. You lose, or at least some people got the push. That is a vicious beat in that affair. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in, get a 20% profit boost on MLB every Tuesday. Learn more at BetRivers.com. I knew I heard something about that. It's uh, points bet. 
If you go 10 for 10, you get $100,000. I think there's some type of deal with Chris Sims. Okay, well, that, that is a great That's promotion. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. R- run that was. by regulations and yep. see if more books should be doing that. Love that idea. It's, Good job, It's points. virtually impossible. Right. Great job, points bet. 10 for 10. Yep. If you have a 10 for 10, predict that sucker right Thursday, you get 100 grand. Yep, I like it. Well done. Okay. Uh, John McClain, by the way, on the Texans and who they're picking at number three coming up in about 10 minutes. He's covered that team and the NFL for 45 years for the uh, Houston Chronicle. So last night was just wild in the NBA, and uh, I bet this already. I bet uh, Raptors plus 105 on the money line. The Sixers now have to go back to Toronto. This is Thursday night, by the way. That's on draft night. That's not yeah. tomorrow night. You have a quadruple header on draft Good. night if, if the Heat lose. Right. So <laughs> the way this team is playing with the Embiid injury and no Thibel, Barnes back from the injury now for a couple of games, their favorite in the game? I'm sorry, what? Why Why are they favored tomorrow night, or Thursday night? Uh-huh. That's kind of like what you said yesterday. Why were the Nets favored against the Celtics? Why are the, why, you could also say, why are the Jazz favored game six? I would. I, that's <laughs> another one. Did you watch that bleep show? I would be very careful. Uh, who wants to back the Jazz right now? Mitchell left with an injury, 102-77. Uh, what are you seeing for a total in that game? Two, two thirteen uh, was a rocking chair under last night. Yeah, yeah, good call. I, uh, two points in a seven-minute stretch for him. I'll get it. Bogdanovich. I just looked at the number quick on Bet Rivers. Do they have it up? Uh, two ten. Two ten. Mm. One and a half and two ten. So a three-point adjustment now. Yeah. How good was Luca? Oh God. Could be a blessing in disguise. Could be. Bet he got hurt. Yep. Got confidence for these other guys. Valuable minutes. Brunson. Was awesome. Well, starting Kleba Brunson with something. Luka and going that one-two yep. combination on the backcourt is just phenomenal. Yep. But uh, I can you imagine? You're right. This will break Twitter. If Doc blows this again with Harden, who's never won a big game in his life, Ever. another Not playoff once. meltdown. Not one time. Again, you saw it last night. His own fans are booing him. It's like he won't finish at the basket. He gets to the basket, and you think he can lay it in, but then passes it all the time. And they couldn't make anything. How good was the Raptors' defense last night? Yep. They swarmed him the entire time. Maxi is now, after the breakout game in game one, has gone down every game after that. And Bede's got the injury. Mm-hmm. He stayed under. It was easy. Uh, Harden stayed under. Harris played well. But nothing from the bench. What, did they get eight points total from their bench? But is Doc going to do this again? There, there isn't a coach who's blown, I think it's, who hasn't blown two 3-1 leads? He's blown four? Four of them. Now, imagine he does an 0-3 for the first time in history. Oh, I mean. Oh, God. Doc would have to move or retire and move. Just let. Be secluded. Don't come out of your palatial estate in Malibu. That's it. Oh, you know what's going to happen? You're banned. You know what would happen? The, the Lakers would hire him. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Oh, no. Oh. Like, he's, I mean, he could blow this, and this can happen now. By the way, they're down. They're $8 to win the series. Who wants that to I lay know. my, who wants to lay that? 800 to win 100 right now in the Sixers to win this series. And I said it yesterday. That, that building can work against them. Because the boo, bar, they booed him oh. off the floor oh. in the first half. And putting the backups in with that much time to go, and the place was empty. People oh, were leaving. God, I've Bar- seen enough. I'm tapping out. That's what Barkley already said. He goes, oh, it's going seven. They're, they're not winning there Thursday. Probably right. Raptors were 60 to 1 when they were down 03. Oh. They were tw- we talked about it on the show yesterday. They were at least yeah. 20 to 1 to come back yesterday. I forgot that, too, in Winsome. A guy at 220,000. Plus eight at Caesars on the Raptors. Uh, a seven and a half or an eight point dog that you never had to sweat. Not one time. Not for one second during that game were you ever in trouble. And imagine the big trade. 
I think they're in this. And well, that's Embiid the thing. And, and I, I said that the, the day of the trade, the player that they absolutely could not give up was Curry. Oh, he was awesome last night. That's exactly great. the guy they need in, in a series like this. Yep. He can shoot. Of course he can. He was awesome last night. How about Brown? What did he score? One point? Yeah. What happened there? All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. John McClain has covered the NFL for the Houston Chronicle for 45 years. He's on the program next. The Texans obviously need so much help. Is he crossing off any player at number three, or is it truly a crapshoot? We'll ask him coming up next. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN Spring Special is here. For $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Ton going on. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. If you want the full VSIN experience, you get the daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the live video stream whenever you want it. $59. Subscribe through July 31st. Sign up now. VSIN.com slash spring. All right, more NFL draft now. John McClain has uh, covered the NFL for the Houston Chronicle for 45 years. Kind enough to carve out a couple of minutes this morning to join us on the show. John, thanks for the time today. A pleasure to talk to you. How are you? It's my pleasure. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, you've done this for, like I said now, four-plus decades. Are you, like sitting here this morning, what are we, like, uh, you know, 60 hours before the draft, are you confident in anything right now in the top two or three picks? I've never seen a guy like uh, Trayvon Walker, whose stock is skyrocketing based on what he showed in shorts and T-shirts. Because at the end of the season, when everybody had all this tape on him, nobody was talking about him being a high first-round pick. Just another really good Georgia defensive player who helped the Bulldogs win the national championship. The last time I saw that was 2006, when Mario Williams from North Carolina State went crazy at the combine, and everybody, who? The Texans didn't even go to his pro day. And then they ended up drafting him number one overall, and Mario became a regular guy, double-digit sacks. But it was based so much on everything he did at the combine and at his pro day and at his private workouts. And that's the way that uh, Trayvon Walker has been. Now people are talking about Trent Bauke taking him over a sure thing like Aiden Hutchinson with the top pick. And I know this, if Detroit has a chance to get Hutchinson, keeping him in Michigan, that is the surest thing that we can see in this draft. Mm. So what if Hutchinson goes number one overall? Walker's the favorite now. Mm. Then what do you think the Lions do at number two? And then what would that mean for the Texans at number three? The Lions need a pass rusher in the worst way. I still think they would take Walker unless they picked Cave uh, on Thibodeau, but the thing, if you're picking up high, you can't have a question about a player. And Cave on Thibodeau, no matter how much people are trying to deny it, he has issues about playing hard on every play. I watched him at the combine do an interview, in which, of course, he disagreed with that, and then he didn't do some of the, some of the drills. And he may turn out to be an Hall of Fame player, but if you're picking a guy that that high you got to know he's going to give you everything he has on every single play. So I would have them taking Trayvon Walker. Will the Texans take Sauce Gardner? 
if you're going, it's very rare you see a corner taking that high. The left one, uh, uh, Jeff Okuda went number three Detroit, mm-hmm. and it was two years ago. Has he been worth it? No, not, not yet. He hasn't. And the Texans have a great need for a corner. But if you're going to take a corner that high, like, say, Sauce Gardner, you've got to play a lot of man coverage. And he's got to be able to take on the best receiver on the other team all over the field. The Texans play three-fourths of their coverages zone. Lovey Smith's all about turnovers. He wants the guys looking at the ball. That was the biggest improvement they've made on defense last year. And it's not you would be wasting a guy like Sauce Gardner. I just think they take another pick, and then maybe at 13, they take Trent McDuffie or they trade down and take McDuffie, or they take a corner in the second round. But I do not think they'll take one-third overall. Okay. So that means, and I wanted to ask you this question too, are you specifically crossing off any player at number three? Uh, Because some people have linked Derek Stingley to the Texans as high as a third overall pick. Are you saying right now, no chance it's going to happen? Now, why in the world would you take a guy who hasn't played much the last two years, could have durability issues, wouldn't hit anybody last year? That's not a sure thing. You don't do that with the third overall pick, especially in this defense based on the re- the reasons I just gave. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they will take an offensive lineman or a pass rusher. If Trayvon Walker were there for the Texans, if the, if the Lions took Kibido, I think Texans would be all over Trayvon Walker. Okay. At this stage of the game. And by the way, like, I, mm-hmm. so you, again, 45 years covering this sport for, for the Houston Chronicle. Is this your last draft? Is this your last event that you're covering? Because I know that you're uh, retiring. Yeah, I retired a month ago. I've been busier than ever. I still do 10 weekly sports talk shows in six cities. And uh, I've been working, doing freelance work for the Chronicle on the draft series because they haven't had any time to replace me. And I'll be working through the draft. But yes, unless I end up taking another job somewhere, which I don't envision because I do look forward to having time off at some point. This could be my last draft. My first one was so long ago, I can't even remember it. So let's pretend then for a second here that it is Walker one, Hutchinson number two. Texans are on the clock. Which player, if you had to put your retirement on, who's going number three? Who would you think it is as of right now? Nikki Aquano. The Texans had the worst running game in the NFL. They had the worst running game in franchise history. And they were 31st the year before. They have been unable to run the ball since 2019. It's been pathetic. And if you want to help a quarterback, Davis Mills, going into his second season, you've got to give him a running game. Mills' performance last year was even more impressive when you consider how bad the running game was. Mac Jones had one of the best running games in the NFL, and that's why he was the best rookie quarterback overall, although Mills was the best over the last month. But they've got to get more physical and better up front. They've got Laramie Tunsil at left tackle, Titus Howard at right tackle. They could play a Quanu at left guard for a year like Tunsil did as a rookie with Miami, or they could move Titus Howard back inside where they played him last year, which was not a disaster, but not the best use of Titus Howard. So they have to get physical. They have to get mentally tougher up front. The way you do that is inside, and there is no player in the offensive line more physical than A.K. Quanit. 
All right, good info. It's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. John McClain has covered the NFL for the Houston Chronicle for 45 years. What do you personally think of the quarterbacks in this year's draft, and how many do you think go in the first round? I don't think much. Next year looks like a great draft for quarterback if Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud come out like everybody thinks. This one is very mediocre. A lot of times if you are a team in need of quarterback, like, say, Carolina, you know, they need a guy that's ready to play. That would be Kenny Pickett. That would not be Malik Willis. And I think because of desperation, we're going to see three or four go in the first round. If you want a guy to sit out a year, that would be Willis. And if you do, the next coach might be the one that has him in his second year. Mm. And I think Kenny Pickett, 49 starts. Desmond Ritter, 48 starts. Those are the guys who are the most ready. But I think three or four in the first round, if I had to pick, I would say three. All right. You can follow John on Twitter. He is at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. Pleasure talking to you, sir. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Guys, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much and enjoy the draft. You too. All right. There you go. Thank you, sir. Okay. So if he is correct, then is it Sauce at four or is it Thibodeau at four? And then how far what would happen? Could, could Sauce get the Giants would have to take Sauce, right? If, if it goes, then Thibodeau would go four. What if Thibodeau's on the. Oh, boy. Trying to think. Um, Get a if they go offensive lineman, if it goes defensive line, defensive line, offensive lineman, and you're going Thibodeau and Gardner are still available at number four, I think the Jets have to gobble one of the, those players up for sure. Oh, that right. It'd be one of them. I just don't know which one. What does it mean for the guy that isn't picked? Do they go? Because then the Giants it, it, go. It, Giants would Gar- probably go Neil. If the oh boy, if the Giants are on the board at five and Gardner's there. I think there's a chance that they would pass on him. Or the Giants could go uh, cross at seven and take Thibodeau or Gardner at five. Maybe. What does Carolina do but at I six? Th- I think they probably go offensive. I told you. Jacksonville yeah. screwed this up. It's all on them. It was all set. Hutchinson, Thibodeau. It was all set. If I no lose problem. money on the draft because of Jacksonville, they are getting an IOU. <laughs> Invoice mm-hmm. them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Invoice them. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's unfortunate news. He just completely poo-pooed Derek Stingley. No chance, he said. Oh, boy. Nope, no way. Just sucked the wind right out of the sails. No sauce either. No, he doesn't like the idea no, of either one of them. That's not happening either. And he, he went from 9-1 to one to the favorite to go third at uh, William Hill. Yeah, all right, you can get 3-1 to one on on uh, Quanu to the go Quanu? to Houston. Number three. Quanu, yeah. Mm. Giddy up. So I'm looking at a bunch of mock drafts right now. At Quanu third. There's one, there's two, there's three. I'm looking at a bunch of mocks at the same exact time. Now, there are a handful that have him going third overall. But again. He also wouldn't put his retirement money on it. Shame on him. But he wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, well, as he said, that's, I mean, his, that's, his, that's his guess, but it's not. On and off the air, he's like, yeah. nobody knows anything. <laughs> yes. It may, may be the number one pick. Like, okay, that's uh, about it. After that, you right. have no clue what's going to happen, how yeah. this could fall. Yeah. All right, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We will recap our bets from last night and tell you what we're betting today in Pocket Place up next. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an alcohol. 
algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Here we go, in-pocket plays, recapping last night's action. Uh, NBA picks have been good. They had been been on fire in the NBA. I don't expect it to continue, but there hopefully the run the run uh, goes for a little while longer. And last night, I mean, it, how often does this happen, right? I had Jazz Mavericks under 213. Never, I mean, that game was, what, 52-36 at halftime? And then uh, the Raptors plus 7.5 yesterday, and it actually got to 8 Trailed 2 nothing, and then that was it. The Jazz total in the fourth quarter was 182.5 in play. Oh, boy. Yep. That was ugly. 77 points? I love I love the Chad Andrus tweet, our guy in Denver. You ever see a team go 1-2-3 Cancun in a 2-2 series? <laughs> I mean, that was – could they do it again? Did, did, did they, oh, yes, can't? they can oh, do it that again. Would be, that'd be, oh, that'd be beautiful. Again, you said it last night. How are the Nets favored? Okay. Yep. I'm asking the question right now. How are the Sixers favored on Thursday in Toronto? And another one that you threw around and I'll piggyback on. How are the Jazz favored? Yep. In game six? Yep. How? I don't. I want nothing to do with the Jazz in that game. I cannot. I mean, I'm adding Raptors plus 105 on the money line against the Sixers in game six. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it after you're, you're done. Okay. Uh, and I, I, well, folks, the 76ers are minus $8 to win the series. Who on the planet says, you know what? Get out of the way. I got to go bet that right now. Get out of the way. You have con- This is a good... We are getting a big response today on this game. I'll read you one, one email. See what you think. This is from Rod. Signs of discord between players is never a good thing, especially in the playoffs. Rod read today that MB called out Harden for not playing aggressively enough or refusing to go hard to the basket. This could have two effects. Harden, Hayes uh, Heed... And has a great game on Thursday, or he's pissed off, sulks, and doesn't feed the rock to Embiid. Quite possible Harden has lost a step. Totally agree oh, with yes, that. Yes, he has. And uh, can't do what is asked of him. Either way, yeah. I don't think it's wise move to call out his teammate. Embiid should leave that to his coach if he hopes Harden will step his game up. Interesting to see how this shakes out. Uh-huh. Can't finish. Harden looks he cannot old. cannot finish. Durant looked old in the series until last night for the Nets. Wow. Um, Juicy. We're getting a great response on Philly could blow this. Oh, we're in Toronto. Tons yeah. of emails today on oh, yeah. FTM at Beeson.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The same it's exactly. a, well, it's never happened. And just, I mean, they're only the 14th team to force a game six. Think oh, about that. Oh, 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 catch me outside. Um, so, she's worth 50 million. 50 million? I want to jump off a bridge. 50? Yeah. I think I'm low, too. The, the catch me outside girl, if you missed it. Yeah. She, she bought a mansion. Dr. Phil threatened Dr. Phil. I couldn't understand yeah. a word. Not it was like word. the old uh, skit on SNL. It's all pops and buzzes to me. I mean, <laughs> paid $6 million cash for yeah. a huge house. But you got Florida. another one on the same street. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How um, about that? Oh, I get you. It was a good, it was good, though. I'm glad. <laughs> that you, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. Anyway, so I had some other penny. Uh, oh, um, how about this now? Well, Pickett is up to 15 and a half or 16 and a half almost everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, so here at Circa, they opened 18 and a half yesterday, moved on a little bit, but every book now has to adjust because people are scalping and going for middles on that. Um, Willis opened 15 and a half here. And now look at some of these other players on the move. Quay Walker. Quay, whoa. Quay Walker's down to 34 and a half. Hello. 
Did I not just say during the break oh, it was 37 and a half? Yeah, yeah. So another move on that. School's that's out that, on that's that. down eight uh, draft positions. Go. And you have Thibodeau, three and a half. Is that, is that gone? I'm seeing over four and a half now on Kayvon Thibodeau. Jordan Davis under 14 and a half, minus 130. And the other one is... I saw another move anyway. I I'm, I'm I can't scroll fast enough to get it. Sorry. The I props did not work out last night. Curry under 11 and a half. He was awesome. He was good. Got a ton of looks. I had the foul trouble early. Still didn't matter. Mets rocking chair and winner against the Cardinals. Of course. Largest lead under Mavs Jazz. No shot. Coming right back with it tonight though in these two games. I can't. I, I go under 17 and a half in the Suns Pelicans and Grizzlies T Wolves. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, I bet it's Saturday, Mavs to win the title, 25-1. to 1. Here's what I was going to say. You have to throw out game one of that series. A thousand percent. They, didn't, they, they have a whole different game plan now. Of course. They were walking it up. Mm-hmm. They weren't pushing the ball with Brunson. They didn't play well anyways. It should, they should have won the next four. Yep. Oh, it should, the series should be over. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, Paul, that game last night, that was a college basketball atmosphere in Dallas. Great those atmosphere. Fa- those fans were going nuts last night. Grizzlies to win the West, 12-1. to This is a loser, too. Jazz laying one and a half games for the series. I can't believe it. I was just like David Thorpe. I'm like, without Luka, they have no shot. Mm-hmm. And Utah, again, they were begging to get beat. They really were. I mean, again, that should have been a $4, $5 favorite, in my opinion, uh, if, if Luka was 100% oh, going we were- in. Utah was is begging to get beat here. Yep, they can't stand one another. We're we're on the air the Monday after the playoffs, right? The final day of the regular season, and we talked to odds makers. They said it's a pick 'em if Lucas healthy, and I said it's, it's got to be three minimum three dollars. Yep. yep, over two and a half quarterbacks first round, and I could be in trouble here now. Thibodeau from under five and a half one ten to minus two forty, and, and now down to three and a half, and now back up to four and a half. I won't be freaking out quite a bit. Freak out. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers. Oh, you get the Capitals? Capitals. Capitals in regulation. A dollar ten. The Islanders have been horrendous here since they've been eliminated from the postseason. They've lost six of yep. seven, and they've been routed in a lot of those games. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. Here's your other move I was looking for. Sauce Gardner now has moved to four and a half. But if you think he goes top four, I'm looking at one book right now where you can grab a little bit more than plus 180 on him to go top four. All right, there it is. Walker, Hutchinson, Aquanu, Sauce. Mm, sauce or Thibodeau at four? Sauce. Also, John McClain said that he would not bet money on Aquano going three. Oh, he thinks that's the guy they yeah. should take. That doesn't mean yeah. they're going to take him. Uh-huh. Well, he's, he's used to him. Okay, all 40, right. He's also, reti- he's also retired. So. 45 years. He'd like to be retired. Uh, Not happening. Uh, Giants, cross. I'll go backwards. Cross at seven? Yeah. Or where's Neil go? There's going to be an offensive lineman that falls. That's going to happen. What's Carolina? And, unless the Panthers take one at six, which they're totally, that's a wild card. Damn, Damn it. it. What's, who's going six? I don't think they trade out. I go. I have Stingley nine. Then here, here's what we need to do on th- on Thursday, right? We need to each do our top ten, just top ten, not top fifteen. Top. 10. Yeah, we can win a hundred thousand. Sure, we can. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll submit that the in. points bet. Yeah, and lock that, that in. in. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Submit and, that. And I want put put a number up on how many picks you think we're going to get right. On over under in the top ten. Okay. Do you think you can get 
Let's send people some gear, some some T-shirts if we uh, if they guess it right. Do you think you can just right now? Do you think you can get more than I'll put a number four and a half on it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Over five dollars over. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. Give me the max bet. Get for, out of here. I'll take three to one yeah, on the well, yeah, Okay. Yes, absolutely. Get that. Max bet. Come on. Yes. I no. got it. I got the first four right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Lock it, Lock it in. Got the first four. Yeah. Um. Do I have another gimme here? Oh. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're all um, layups. I'm going to get nine right. Number one, there's a layup. Number two, Sean Kemp. Wilson's going to go 10. There's another one. He's going higher than 10. I got news for you. No. uh, He might go eight. Yeah, he could. Wilson, eight. I also, for what it's worth, I do have an issue with the Falcons going back-to-back years pitch and then a wide receiver. Well, that's, again, where all these teams get hurt because no one wants to move up. Nobody wants to move up. It's like, I don't want this pick. I want to move back. What could happen there? Yeah, it gets interesting there, what Atlanta's going to do. Other thing, they're so good last night. Nets not only lose, get swept. They've lost eight of their last nine playoff games. The only, that would have been a great prop. Who's going to get swept? And the only team would be the Nets to get swept. The preseason favorites, Nets and Lakers. The Nets were plus 230. Zero playoff wins combined. Do you believe it? And what a season. The Kyrie business, the Harden trade. You think, okay, we got Ben Simmons. All the tweets are fair with Ben Simmons, too. I love some of the stuff. Tiger Woods broke his leg and came back sooner. Yeah. Uh, Williams, meniscus, came back. Simmons didn't play the whole year. Whole year. I'm going to play in game four. I I still want to know what the hell that was with, with the media before one of the practices. The media enters, and they get to start filming and, and workouts. He goes, hey, guys, watch this, yeah. and he dunks the ball. You know why? Uh-oh, my back. Uh-oh, I got my back hurts. No. You know why he said game four? They were assuming they were going to win game three at home, and then he can come back, and then, oh, look at this now. Huh? Hero. And save the day. Yeah. Down 3-0. Now we have no chance. Oh. <laughs> right. Are we sure? Rough. Got that right. Yeah. I, I love the Iron Sheet sure. tweet. Yeah. You, want, you want a bad back, Jabroni? Yeah. I'll put you in the camel clutch. It's a tough move. It's a great move. I, uh, Camel Clutch, Boston Crab, oh, figure four leg lock. I tell you what. There's some greats I've, back in the day. I locked it in back in high school, and a buddy of mine, the figure four leg I lock, you, you, can, you can snap legs with that bad oh, boy. Oh, absolutely. This thing here? Yeah. Uh, no question. Boston Crab. Begging for mercy. Greg DeHammer, Valentine, some of the greats. Junkyard Dog. Give, sure. so, give somebody a pile driver once one time. Yeah. See how that feels. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.